0: 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group, alongside Phil Paliologos. Get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. What a great it really is a joy on the Sunday morning to be with you folks and with Ray Lance, the host of USA Wealth's Money Wise program. With Here They Are, the Money
1: Wise Guys. <laughs> Good, good morning, morning, Phil. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Good, good morning. Good morning, everyone. And good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Uh, it's wonderful that spring is finally arriving. We're going to do a show soon, Phil, on how to spring tune up your finances. Ah, I like that. Like yeah. That topic? Like that Yes. Idea? Yeah. So let me begin today by asking you, how long do you think you will live, Phil? To, to what age? Um, I'm thinking late eighties. Late eighties. You need to aim yourself a little higher. How about you, Pete? How long do you think you'll live?
2: <laughs> well I need this show because it's gonna learn how it's gonna teach me how to um, increase my longevity and reduce my stress. So right now I'm thinking if I don't do that it'll be sometime in the
1: seventies. <laughs> well my plan is that I wanna live to be oh maybe mid nineties, maybe even a hundred. You could. You have it in your DNA, your family lineage. Um, sort of sort of yeah. but uh, this morning ladies and gentlemen we're going to be talking about longevity what are some of the things that you can do very specifically to live longer and of course part of that obviously Peter includes the financial component doesn't it of course because we have to have money we have to, to be have able the to money to
2: ourselves. live a long life and if you don't have money it can also
1: stress you out cause heart disease right well this morning we're going to be talking about Uh, health, we're going to be talking about the body, the mind, uh, social things that need to be done to live longer, sex, oh no, (laughs) we're not talking about sex today, just want to see if you're listening, (laughs) but we are going to be talking a little bit about finances as well, what do you need to do if you are going to live longer, including getting rid of some of the stress in your life, perhaps caused by being concerned about not having enough money to survive retirement. So welcome to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We do appreciate your listening. We have lots and lots of people every week that we bump into who tell us they enjoy the show. We are on 1420 AM WBSM every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And we really enjoy your company. So we hope to give you a few smiles and we hope to teach you a few things. Uh, USA Wealth Group is located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Construction is almost f- complete. <laughs> and Bite your tongue. Bite my tongue. <laughs> Slap my face. Bite my tongue. It's it, It'll get done eventually. <laughs> yes, it will. Well, you can reach us at 508-998-8858. And as we say every week, we've got a number of good reports we're happy to give you. Information about your IRA accounts, your retirement accounts information about Social Security, or perhaps information about college financing and college planning. And soon we're going to do a show just on that one particular topic all by itself. But I wonder how many people listening today have asked themselves a question, how long do you think you'll live? A number of years ago, probably about eight or nine years ago now, I went to a, a program for several years up in Canada called Strategic Coach, And the very first class, the very first thing they did for us, is they sat down and gave us a personality assessment uh, test, basically. And then they had us do a little exercise. We had to write down, how long do you think you will live? And you wrote down a number. And then you wrote down your present age. Then you subtracted the difference. And then they went around the room and asked each person and said, now if you could live to a longer age, what would that age be? Think about health and how you're taking care of yourselves and write down a different number perhaps of where you would like to live. And so I think I wrote down 85 as what I expected to live, my first number. And the second time around, as you start to think about this, how long would you like to live and how are you, how are you taking care of yourself? I wrote down 100. Okay. And then you went back and you subtracted The second number from the first number, and in that case, my case, it was 15 years. Right. Then the instructor said, okay, so read off your answers. And then the instructor said, it was a woman, she said, you've just given yourself an extra 15 years to live. How do you plan to spend that 15 years? How do you plan to spend those extra years? And it's sort of a sobering question when you Mm. think about it. And then if that's what you've set for a goal for yourself, then how are you going to get there? So today we're going to talk about longevity, the keys to longevity. We're going to be talking about some basic things that all of us can do. Statistically, everybody is living longer. And it's estimated that by the year 2050, Peter, there's going to be more than one million centenarians living in the United States. One million people age 100 or older. Will you be there?
2: I don't know. I thought you said 100 million centipedes at first, and that scared
1: the heck out of me. No. Cent- <laughs> That's oh. what happens if you don't live longer. You've got centipedes crawling all over yourself, right? Remember that old song? The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. But um, first of all, we have to take care of ourselves, don't we? Yes. And we have to do something to get started if we want to live longer. So Mark Twain once said, all you need in this life is ignorance and confidence, and then success is sure. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people we all know that could fit that description. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. (laughs) Yes, except when it comes to taking care of yourself, because we really do have to do some things to take care of ourselves. So in 1970, in the United States... Life expectancy at birth was 71 years. Wow. Think about that. That's yeah. not, not that far ago. In 2014, life expectancy is 79 years. By the year 2050, the United States Census Bureau projects that the average life expectancy will be 84 years. Now, there are several things that we want to have as objectives and goals, obviously. We want to live longer, but we want to live well. We want to be healthy. And we don't want to be dependent upon somebody else financially. So these are some of the important things that we have to talk about uh, for today. So, Pete, the holy grail of longevity. um, There's a Greek veteran of World War II who, in the 1960s, was diagnosed with lung cancer. And he decided to give up chemotherapy and not do that. Instead, he returned to his birthplace, which is... Icaria, an island where people forget to die. He abandoned his <laughs> Western diet and his lifestyle. He embraced the traditional island culture. His American doctors told this gentleman, M O R uh, A T I, Moratus, I guess it is, that he only had nine months to live. Yet, when he moved back to his uh, island that where he was born, he was still living, cancer free. 45 years after his original diagnosis so he had never taken chemotherapy he had never taken drugs all he did was move back to this island and embrace the local lifestyle Um, he claimed that he even outlived his U.S. doctors who told him that he wasn't going to live very long so lifestyle differences make a huge difference exercise makes a huge difference Mm-hmm. So, Creek, mm-hmm. Phil, I think you need to retire to a Greek island.
0: Have more uh, tomatoes yes. and a grilled zucchini. The island is named after, you ever hear the story of Icarus? Oh, sure. Well, that's Icaria.
1: Do you know who Icarus was, Pete?
2: I have heard of the story of Icarus. I don't recall it, but I, I definitely have heard of it in the past.
1: He's a man who wanted to fly. Absolutely. So he made these big wings. And they were feathers, and he held them together by wax, Yes. and then he flew up as high as he could, and the sun melted melted his wings, and he crashed into the sea, and he died. Now, there's a moral to that story. What's the moral? He didn't
0: heed his dad's warning, because when they first took off, his dad said, Now, don't fly above me, because if you do, the sun will melt your wax. So, Dad? Yes.
1: <laughs> Dad is always right. Pete, we're going to clip your wings. <laughs> clip your wings. <laughs> I love it. Well, the Ikarian diet was a big factor. It was fresh vegetables, fruits, herbs, spices, local honey. So he ate well. I mean, if you think about our American diet, it's not a great diet. Yep. Our life is too busy. Oh, we eat too many processed foods, don't we Pete? Everything is processed foods nowadays,
2: Hmm. although I know that you have been doing um, quite a bit more of organic and gluten-free and farmers market type foods and I think a lot of people are, it's not just a trend I don't think, I think that people really are starting to realize just how many foods in the grocery store are processed and are not necessarily healthy for you. Um, My wife says she goes by a rule of follow the outside aisles of the supermarket because that's where you find the healthiest foods. Um, you know, that's usually where the deli is and where the, mm-hmm. the vegetables and fruits and everything are. Um, but we, for a number of years now, have tried to get uh, the eggs that cost a little bit more, but they come from free-range, you know, chickens, and uh, we get organic
1: milk for our children and all that kind of stuff. I think we should have free-range chickens on the lawn of the White House is what I think. (laughs) Everybody would be healthier. Do you know that
0: they used to have goats and sheep uh, for years, and that cut down on the cost of uh, landscaping and uh, cutting the uh, grass?
1: On the White House? Yep. But then we probably had a bureaucrat come along (laughs) who decided to create a department of taking care of the White House lawn. See? They used
0: to do things with common sense. Everyone is happy. We
1: did it for for nothing, and the goats and sheep loved it. Yes, of course they did. It was fun to watch. (laughs) Well, we are living longer. The number of Americans ages 65 and older is projected to double by the year 2060. So right now we have 46 million people in this country who are age 65 and older. They're forecasting that by the year 26... 2060, we'll have 98 million people, oh, almost 100 goodness. million people age 65 and older. Oh, my goodness. Let's I don't say know if that's good. Uh, I was, was going to say... Go, <laughs> Pete, you're going to be one of those. I don't know. And I'm going to be 95 years old and still telling you what to do.
0: <laughs> you, you're going to have walkers on those pods that fly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back to the future.
1: <laughs> you're right. Well, we do have a large gap. The other thing that's happening in this country right now is that older adults are working longer. Um, by the year 2014, uh, 23% of men and 15% of women ages 65 and older are still working at age 65. And I think we're gonna see more and more of that. Um, especially in the Midwest, it's been, they call it aging in place um, because people continue to work longer and younger people tend to move to different locations. So in any event, the trends in this country are that we are living longer, education levels are increasing, obesity rates amongst older adults have also been increasing, and that's not a good thing. Uh, Peter mentioned eating organically, eating gluten-free foods perhaps in some instances. We really have to be very careful about how we take care of ourselves today. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to have a special shout-out to our marketing person, Deb, because she found what I thought was a very interesting quotation about aging uh, from a gentleman named uh, George Burns. I love both Deb and George. (laughs) So we should
2: smoke a cigar a day? Or how how many cigars did he smoke a day?
1: No, that was Mark Twain. (laughs) Mark Twain actually said at one point that, I've given up smoking. Now I only smoke one cigar at a time. (laughs) Now, here's George Burns, though. I think this is very significant. First, you forget names, then, you forget faces. Next, you forget to pull your zipper up, and finally, you forget to pull it down. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Oh, well. George Burns was a master. Oh, yes and but he also says something really interesting you can't help getting older but you don't have to get old i like that don't you like that Mm-hmm. Uh, so so much for george burns for today
2: i did not know him when he was much younger when he was a much younger actor but i did like his movies in the 80s the god uh oh god you devil
1: yeah. oh, and uh yeah. what was the other one 18 again yes i <sighs> well, used yeah, to be yeah. on television in the old days. Well, let's talk about your body, Pete. You want to talk about your body today? (laughs) Not while everyone's having breakfast. (laughs) Okay. Adequate sleep. Um, We don't get enough sleep, most of us. That's a big issue for me. and It has been for a long time. Seven to eight hours sleep. One night this past week, I got home and I was just so tired. I sat down in the living room on the couch and closed the door and I said, I'm just going to close my eyes and meditate for about 10 to 15 minutes. And it makes a big difference. So, but get enough sleep, seven to eight hours. Regular stretching and deep breathing. Do you take time to stretch, Pete? I don't have the time, unfortunately. I know I, most I, people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't have the time.
2: I'm looking forward to the time when I can really get into learning how to meditate and taking some time to relax each day.
1: Well, if you could do things like get up in the morning and instead of just, you know, lying in bed and stretching, but actually get out of bed stretch, you know, stretch your whole routine almost as if you're going to go out running or something of that nature, maybe some deep breathing exercises. What I have been doing with this lovely weather we've been having is Tenny and I go out in the morning and we'll go for a walk for about 15 to 20 minutes. And boy, you get to see the morning, you get to see the morning light, which is beautiful. And it gives you a whole new view on the day. It gives you energy. So Regular physical activity, both low-impact and high-impact. What does high-impact mean? Um, That means maybe you do some weights. So low-impact is maybe going for walking. One of the best things we can all do is just go for a simple walk. And, yes, we all get much too busy, don't we? Mm. Do you take time to walk,
0: Phil? Uh, Not as much, no. Mm. I should. I go to the club, though. Yep. I walk on those stationary things, does that count? Sure does. Of course it does, anything yep. helps. Uh, all right, okay. It's artificial walking. It's absolutely proven though that if you
2: walk in nature, if you walk on say a DNRT trail, Dartmouth Natural Resource uh, Trust trailer, just be out in nature, that it reduces stress along with the, the physical um, and mental benefits. But uh, my, my own doctor told me at one point, Uh, that two of his best friends each lost over a hundred pounds they didn't change their diet at all they just reduced the intake a little bit the portions a little bit and walked an hour every day not brisk walking just walking an hour every day and they lost over a hundred pounds well I
1: want to give a great compliment to the mayor the City Council the Planning Department and all the people who thought it would be a good idea to pave the top of the Hurricane dikes. Yes. It is such an absolutely wonderful thing. Uh, a beautiful addition to the city of New Bedford, the harbor. Um, I've walked and I've ridden my bicycle across many times now. And if you haven't done that, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what town you live in, you're going to have a whole new perspective on what a marvelous resource we have to live by the water. You know, and, Right. And it's lighted at night it's illuminated at night the only thing is if you bring your dog please pick up your poop your dog poop i was going to say your poop or the dog poop no the dog's poop <sighs> okay because there are still some people who aren't doing that even <laughs> though they put little bags out there for it yep yep but what a magnificent walk it is so walk get out and Do and go for a walk you don't have to be a jogger uh, you don't have to do those kinds of things drink water do you drink a lot of water pete a ton of water yeah It's important. Our bodies, what do they say, 90% of our body weight is water, liquid. So you have to keep replenishing that. Yeah. And Dr. Ray says, eat some dark leafy vegetables, fresh fruits, and whole grains in your daily diet. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'm not a doctor. However, see what you can do to eat healthier. People are trying to eat healthier. But if you make the effort.
2: I mean, it's nothing that people haven't heard for 50 60 70 years you know your diet makes all the difference in the world you are what you eat and I mean look at Tom Brady he's 40 years old he's going to be 41 and still playing at the highest level in the NFL and it's all because of how he treats his body uh, with his diet and with his exercise Uh, my wife is very into fitness but she doesn't have as much time for it as she'd like and she absolutely knows that Diet is more important than exercise. So, you know, diet really can account for about 75% of your weight loss and exercise really accounts for the other 25%. So diet's far more important than exercise. So think about what you eat. uh, Create a little journal of what you are taking in every day and and you'll sort of be amazed after you do that for a week or two. Um, And if you have time, then do the exercise on top of that.
1: There was one gentleman, of course, who didn't always live the healthiest of lifestyles, and that was Mark Twain, and he said, Be careful about reading health books. You may die of a misprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you could also be extremely
2: lucky, like Keith Richards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man has done more stuff and, and oh. to abuse his body and somehow is still alive and going strong
0: it's amazing no kidding, no
1: kidding. well a lot of famous people have uh, not lived very long um even prince who did not live very long unfortunately uh, a great musician a great performer said the key to longevity is to learn every aspect of music that you can <laughs> But whatever it is that drives you, whether it's music, um, you gotta find some time for sleep, you gotta find some time for exercise, you have to find some time to take care of your body. And um, anything else you wanna say about your body or red wine? Uh,
2: I don't wanna talk about my body. Um, I'm I'm not obese by any means, but I would like to lose 10 or 15 pounds, and I don't really wanna talk about my body while people are eating their
1: oatmeal. Mm. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Peter and I are gonna have a challenge for each other. We're each gonna lose fifteen pounds. Wow. And report back to you on how we're doing. I need
2: more than just, you know, a pat on the back and hey I did it. What's the uh what's the monetary amount what's the <laughs> we'll go out for dinner. Put more food in our body. <laughs> I did that with somebody in the office. I said, we're going to lose 10 pounds, and then the loser is going to take the other one out to lunch. And I lost the 10 pounds first, and then I said, the next challenge is we're going to lose another 10 pounds, and then we're going to take the other one, the loser is going to take the other one out to dinner. I won the first round, and then I gained five pounds back again, and we haven't been going on with it since. So,
1: <laughs> Well, it's hard to make those kinds of goals and resolutions and to stick with it. But most importantly, get some exercise, get enough sleep, drink enough water, Do some things that you know specifically are healthy for you, and it's going to be important. Let's talk about, well, I have to give you one more Mark Twain quote. He said, go to heaven for the climate, hell for the company.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of Mark Twain, people were much healthier back then in general. Even though we're living longer now, we're living longer now because of all the advancements in medical technology and science and pills. Everybody has pills and pills and pills upon pills. But people eat so much more nowadays. The portions that people eat at home, never mind for takeout, are just you know four times the amount that they were.
1: Let's talk about one other thing, one negative thing. Um, well, first of all, a glass of red wine is supposed to be good for you mm-hmm. like once a day or something like that. Uh, Part of the
2: Mediterranean diet, right? It's actually. not just supposed to be good for you. It's also, and I, I haven't read enough of this, but I've seen so many reports that a glass of red wine a day equals an hour in the gym for your body. Wow. Well, then you should have two glasses. I don't understand. No, they Why said not, not to. <laughs> I don't really understand the science behind it, but I have read a your lot Your dad
1: of- does. <laughs> oh. I... I- I may have a glass of wine once a week, maybe twice a week. That's about it. I don't really drink very much. Most importantly, I don't smoke. Hmm. Do you smoke?
2: I do not. I was a smoker many years
0: ago. I quit. do. Do you smoke Phil? No, I was a smoker.
1: One of the most unfortunate things anybody can do for their body is to smoke. Yeah. We know it's harmful. It's also a habit, but it's just really not good. We're going to talk about the mind next. We're going to talk about how to keep your mind more active. Mm -hmm. everybody's afraid of Alzheimer's for example sure and you have to wear good clothing too so Mark Twain also said clothes make the man naked people have little or no influence on society (laughs) well with with that I just basically want to say we are going to talk about some financial things in the second half hour Mm -hmm. of our show today we're gonna talk about some other things you can do specifically for longevity so please stay tuned we will be right back and talk about your money. Good morning again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to MoneyWise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. Please take a moment to visit us at usawealthgroup.com. And if you would like some information, if you would like to make an appointment and come in and have a free financial checkup along with your physical checkup, uh, I need to rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, what no, did you get into this time? Oh boy, no. What, what I meant to say, when you think of, think of the press secretary <laughs> <laughs> in Washington. What I meant to say is, if you go for an annual physical checkup, Ray Spicer. <laughs> Then come to see us, come to see Peter or me, and talk about your financial checkup, because doing a financial checkup is just as important. A physical is done by
2: your doctor and should be done once a year. Not by our office. A financial checkup should be done by our office once a year.
1: Yes. Every year. Yes. Thank you. Now if I can get back on track. Please put the glove away. We've been talking about longevity and aging this morning. We're having a little bit of fun, as you can tell. So I have to start up with one more aging quotation from my dear friend, Mark Twain. I like him a lot. Wrinkles should merely indicate where smiles have been. Ooh. Thank you. Nice. So we're talking about longevity. We talked a little bit during the first part of the show about some physical things that people might want to think about doing. You know, longevity is really important we want to live as long as we can we want to live as healthy as we can Uh, we all have little ailments as we get older and things that have to be taken care of hopefully that doesn't apply to too many people listening so we're going to move on and talk about some mental or mind things that we need to talk about and cognitive training memory training sometimes people do that but I'm going to come back again and say that one of the most important things you can do for your brain and for your mind is simple exercise. Don't smoke, obviously. Maintaining some kind of social activity. Um, I can't tell you how many people I know, and including some people who come in the office, as their friends die down or if, if a spouse passes away, uh, a lot of people tend to withdraw. And all that's going to do is make them age in place more quickly. So you need to be involved socially. It's a form of stimulation. It's a form of brain stimulation, whether it's a church or a club or whatever it happens to be.
2: Absolutely. And I I think that social media Mm -hmm. uh, has made people lose brain cells because they're not interacting with people, you know, really physically. They're Interacting with the screen and interacting with people that way, and it's really not healthy for the brain. Uh, it, it rewires your brain. It's proven that it rewires your brain having too much screen time. Uh, so when we're talking about interacting socially, interact with people socially right in front of you instead of on your phone. Good. Sure. And even I talk about that, don't I, Pete, sometimes? You do. And, I, you know, I, I'm guilty of spending too much time on my phone, and whenever I... Uh, make a mental note to myself to get off of it. I I try hard to get off of it and focus on what's in front of me instead of what's on a screen. But too many people are on screens nowadays. But exercising your mind is extremely healthy uh, for your health, for your heart, for living longer, for warding off Alzheimer's, everything. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep, exercise is one of the most important things you can do. So I have a list, I have a chart of some material that we were looking at. And here's the biggest concerns that people have about living to age 100. Number one concern, 60% of the people in this survey, is losing mental ability. I just had somebody a couple days ago who said, I'm really having a hard time remembering things. Uh, It's a natural function of aging to not remember things as much. But the more physically fit, the more active you can be, the easier that's going to become. The next single biggest concern is relying upon others to take care of my health. The next concern after that is losing people I love. And then number four in the list is medical costs. People are afraid of, can they afford the cost of medical care, which is a huge issue. Or below that is relying upon others to take care of me financially. And then there's a few other things. Boredom is down near the bottom. Living with regrets. How many people, including the three of us in this studio right now, and including a lot of people living and listening to the radio, I guess you'd have to be living to listen to the radio. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. That was not a joke. (laughs) That's just my tongue getting ahead of my brain.
2: (laughs) If you're, if you're listening and you're living, raise your hand.
1: <laughs> how many people, how, how many one of us, including us and the three of us in this room right now in the studio, <laughs> I, I can't talk. Have, <laughs> have regrets in your life. Have regrets. Have you have regrets. haven't done something. Right, <laughs> thank you. I mean, whether it's taking piano lessons or taking yeah. a trip sure. or go out and buy a new car instead of suffering along with the older car or... You know, don't live life with regrets.
2: I think one of the biggest things that people talk about uh, as they get older is that they wish they had spent more time with their spouse, or maybe you wish you spent more time away from your spouse, I don't know, uh, or they wish that they spent more time with their children, or they wish they spent more time traveling. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's more of a a regret than anything else. Nobody wishes when they're older that they had spent more time at work.
1: Right. Yep. I, I think that's absolutely true. So let's say that you're married. Well, do something nice for your spouse for a change. Go into the for supermarket. <laughs> do something nice for your spouse for a oh, change. Oh, no, I meant that really seriously. That was not a slip because what do you do when you're married and you've been together for a while? You it take becomes, each other for granted. You fall into a pattern. And you fall married? into a rut. You fall into a pattern. So do something different. Go home tonight and stop at this grocery store on the way home, and for five dollars you can get a bunch of flowers. You know, it's, just for no
2: reason. That's so strange that you said that and and got into this train of thought because I was thinking about this radio show today and this morning I was looking at the lilies that I bought for my wife about 10 days ago and how last night she said how beautiful they still are and how it's amazing how long they've lasted and how every time she goes over to the kitchen sink she can smell them and loves the smell and that they remind her of Florida and about six months ago uh, I made a conscious effort to not fall into just the same pattern I bought her and my three-year-old daughter each their own little um, vase at uh, Shaw's, along with a little bouquet of flowers for each. And I
1: told myself that I would always have that filled for both of them. That is so awesome. That's a nice thing to do. It is. So reach out and do something that's a little different, a little unusual. It's funny that you just said that because, like I said, I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, do something for no reason. And if you're the person who does the cooking in the family, cook something nice for your spouse, if and you're if married. And your, if your spouse likes roses, then
2: I apologize. My wife actually doesn't like roses, so I lucked out there. But she likes, you know, the, the fake-dyed carnations because they last forever. Or she likes the lilies, which don't cost too much. but
1: Or sunflowers. She <laughs> loves sunflowers. Well, we're coming up on spring. We're coming up on Easter season. Um, my wife, Tenny, loves Easter lilies. I hate Easter lilies. I can't stand the smell of them. Oh, yeah. If it's too strong, it gives me a headache. Sure. But I went out and bought her an Easter lily because I know it means something for her. The only rule, it has to be in the farthest corner of the living room, (laughs) over near the light. (laughs) But do something nice. Find something interesting to do. I wonder how many people have thought about taking a course at Bristol Community College, UMass Dartmouth, Greater New Bedford Regional Vocational Technical School has all kinds of courses. They're less expensive for residents of Dartmouth and those New Bedford and the towns and cities that all belong to that particular school district.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, if you're retired and you're you know, lonely or you're bored, get out there and take one of these classes, meet some people, meet some new people, find a new hobby. Uh, it's absolutely healthy for your brain and therefore for your body.
1: And by the way, I was talking earlier about you know, doing something for your spouse if you're married. What if you're not married? What if you have a spouse that's passed away? Then do something nice for a neighbor or do something nice for a church. Make a batch of cookies and bring them over to your neighbor or bring them to a community center or something like that. You're going to feel good when you do something for somebody else. Yep. Chocolate chip, please. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. That's universal.
2: Okay, so we're talking about... Uh, doing something nice for someone else and maybe baking some cookies for them. Uh, and then we're also talking about uh, longevity and living longer and also mental health. So very briefly I'll tell you that my grandmother uh, was starting to get Alzheimer's and she was trying to be nice and baked cookies for people in the neighborhood, including the mailman, but she put glitter on top of them. Oh, <laughs> Instead of putting sprinkles on top of them. Oh my gosh.
0: So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well The intention was good though, right? It happens. But the thing is, exercise your brain and the things you can do to exercise your brain are to learn something new. Always hated computers, you're afraid of computers? Go take a computer classes. You can probably go down to you know some of the local stores and sign up for a computer course. Find or, a hobby how to use it. Find a hobby. It's it's so
2: important and it'll it'll keep you young at heart and and keep your mind sharp and active. My wife's grandfather, he's ninety four years old now. He still has a wood shop in his basement and will craft some things here and there. Not as much as he used to, but he still stays at it. Um, one of our brother um, masons. Uh, one of the nicest people I've ever met, his name was Sam, and he did stained glass uh, up until his 90s. That's right. Um, And that was his hobby, and he kept very active with it.
1: So find something new to do. Don't just sit and be sucked in by the television set. Find a new hobby, find a new skill, volunteer, get social. Uh, My mother used to say, I don't want to get down to the council on aging because there's too many old people. But she was the same age. Right. You know, it's oh sure but go there there's classes there's trips they do trips to foxwoods they play bingo they do all kinds of things and just the fact of being with somebody or get a part-time job if you want to we've got all kinds of articles by the way and you're listening to usa wealth group um money wise we've got articles called the new age of aging aging in the united states past present and future um Let's talk a little bit about finances, Pete, because people are really concerned about, is my money going to last? That's what people have always been concerned about, and especially now that
2: people are living longer and we want you to live longer, and we're trying to give you some tips on how to live longer.
1: You need your money to last. People want to be independent. They don't want to have to rely upon children and family members. Um, You can lose dignity sometimes when you have to move in with children. You know, you feel like you don't have the same privacy. It's not your house. And for some of us, that's necessary. Like, I keep telling Peter I'm going to move in with him someday.
2: (laughs) I honestly don't think that I will have a problem with that. Um, I don't know how my wife will feel, but she'll have to deal with it when the time comes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is... Um, I met with a lady a couple days ago who's 84 years old. She's still doing well. She drives. She's independent. She does her own shopping. Uh, Her husband died. She does not have children. And she's concerned and planning and thinking about what happens if I reach a point when I can no longer do those things. What's going to happen to me? And will I have enough money to last? I'll always take you in. Thanks. Thanks not sure what room it would be in
2: well that's just <laughs> it my wife already has plans for all the kids rooms one's going to be an art studio one's going to be a yoga
1: studio so <laughs> they're not coming back <laughs> oh you mean after they're gone right oh, okay. <laughs> no but nobody really wants to do that if you don't have to so step number one financially come visit us get a checkup we'll be happy to go through and help you calculate we have a really great budget form. We're happy to send that to you, by the way. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. And there have been literal cases of
2: saving people who didn't think that they could retire, didn't think that they had enough money if they lived to 100 or 105. Uh, and there have been you know, cases where we've really saved people and had them calm down, relax, retire, live life and enjoy it and and have no more worry. And that's really what we do. So it's uh, instead of spring
1: cleaning, we're talking about a spring financial checkup. Mm -hmm. So what we will do is we'll sit down and we'll look at your income sources. Do you have a pension? Um, Maybe a third of you will. Uh, Do you have Social Security? Probably two-thirds of folks listening today will have Social Security. And if you haven't started
2: collecting yet, please come see us first so we can tell you the best options for you.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, We're not even going to get to it uh, this morning for this particular show, but I've got a whole book right here which is called uh, Savvy Social Security Planning. And it's really big, it's really thick. It's all the, the tips and plans about collecting for Social Security. We want to do an analysis, and as Peter said, if you haven't started yet, we want to be sure that you do it at the optimal age. Um, We want to make sure you have a budget. Um, I know we talk about that a lot, Pete, but gosh, if you don't have a budget, you really can't plan. Well, one of the things that I've talked about before is... Most of the people
2: that we meet with who are very concerned about their finances and don't think that they're going to have enough to retire or if they're in retirement to last them the the rest of their life, most of them are the ones who are in the best shape. And we set out everything and, and create a plan for them, and they have set their minds at ease when they've met with us. It's not everyone, but it's most of them. Now, most of the others who come into our office who are not concerned and uh, who seem more uh, flippant, if you will, about it um, are the ones that we see uh, some red flags and some concerns, and we put them down a different path and assist them. So regardless of your situation, we'll either put you at ease or we will put you in the right direction.
1: Well, the other thing to say is that um, people have a lot of stress in their life in general. They're worried about the news. They're worried about children. They're worried about finances. But if you can relax a little bit because you've had a review of your budget and your income and you know that you're not going to run out of money, um, that particular peace of mind is something that we really enjoy doing and helping people with. And... um, You have to have a plan. You have to have some kind of a plan. We can show you whether you're making money on your accounts or whether you're not making money in your accounts, whether you have stock market risk or whether you don't have stock market risk. But you have to have some kind of a plan and an idea that you can survive. And you'd be surprised how often we'll sit down with somebody and say, you are going to survive. You are going to be able to handle this. And, you know, Pete, I was just thinking, too, a lot of times we'll see people who have – Um, A little extra money they don't really need all the money they have and then the goal seems to be more about how can I protect and preserve what I have and leave more for my children you know should I do life insurance am I too old for life insurance And by the way we've done life insurance for people as old as uh, 90 before it's more expensive but sometimes it's a good result for people
2: yeah I just met with somebody last week uh, He's 77 and received some very favorable quotes for him, Uh, so it's never, uh, well it is at some point too late for life insurance, but you'd be surprised at how late in age you can get life insurance. Uh, And My train of thought was just off track because I was just thinking of something you said a minute ago. Um, We met with someone maybe 10 days ago who has never had a financial advisor and done all of his own investing and had done fairly well for himself, but did not have enough life insurance. And there were some things that we were able to look at, uh, with his own investing and give some recommendations on. And he came in, he had never sat down with a financial advisor before. And he told me that he was nervous. He was nervous to meet with us, uh, because he had never done anything. And By the time that we were done meeting with him, we'd give him some really solid advice and got some life insurance quotes for him. And he said that he was thrilled that he came in and he was totally at ease with us and what we were able to assist him with and that we were not uh, you know, salespeople, that we were a family business who were really there to look out for others. And we thanked him for that. Uh, it, I met with him initially, and then my father came in at the end and uh, met with him for another half an hour. And it, it felt reassuring to us that he was nervous and then was set at ease and helped by us. And wow. it, 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 it was uh, affirming to us that that's what we do for people you Mm -hmm. bet
1: well it is Um, I want to mention one other quick financial topic and that is that many many people are concerned about um, health insurance and medical costs and retirement and that's another area where we can provide a lot of information Yeah,
2: long-term care insurance is still out there. Uh, It is sort of cost prohibitive to many people, but it's something that we can look at and see whether it's right for you, but we can also give you other options and and go over those as well.
1: I think the greatest problem for planning today is that everybody tends to procrastinate and just put it off. And it's a human trait. We all do it. If something is slightly stressful, slightly disturbing, um people will tend to put it off. Right. And one of my favorite authors who's a motivational speaker, very very successful is Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins and he once wrote the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Ah. So you have to get started, you have to do something. And of course, you know, back to my friend George Burns said retirement at 65 is ridiculous. When I was 65 I still had pimples. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you, you missed George Burns, unfortunately, Pete.
2: I did. But you know what? We should have had some quotes from Don Rickles.
1: <laughs> That's right. I probably have a few here, but um, <laughs> you're right. Um, the one other remaining quotation, this will be my last quotation for today, but I, I think it's important because... And then, then do you want to talk
2: about offering uh, free physicals at our office again? or?
1: <laughs> no. Well, all right. I'm going to give you a special quotation, Pete from Mark Twain. Familiarity breeds contempt and children. (laughs) Special one just for you. Oh, God, I've got a couple of stories from one of my favorite
2: clients that I can't say on the air. Oh, they're wonderful people and they just make me laugh the entire time. Every time I meet with them, it's just laughter. Oh, I know who
1: you mean. Um, I do. Well, here's a motto. Here's something that uh, I like from Mark Twain that I think, really epitomizes what we try to do in our office. Wait, you just said you weren't going uh, to... Well, then I gave you a special quotation. Oh, oh okay. Just for you. <laughs> so Mark Twain said, Do the right thing. It will gratify some people and astonish the rest. That's right. Don't you like that, Pete? I do. Um, we w- We would hope that if you get anything out of today's show, we're talking about longevity. Obviously, there's physical things that you can do. There's... We need to eat better, we need to exercise. Exercise helps our brain, you know, if start something. I have something.
2: too many hobbies, unfortunately. I can't do any of them because I'm too busy with kids, but they're on the back burner and they'll be there when the kids are gone to mm. sort of ease that transition as well.
1: No, but maybe somebody has an interest in photography, for example. Maybe they bought a fairly decent camera a few years ago and it's been sitting in the closet. Go out and take a photography course. Sure. If you're, I think, 65 and older, you can take free courses at UMass Dartmouth or the uh-huh. University, the State University systems. It has to be towards a degree. So, if you never got your degree, and that's a goal for you, that's important for you, right. go out work towards getting your degree. Right. There's so many things you can do to improve yourself. Do you and think
0: we should change the name to the, you guys are the
1: money doctors? Hmm. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yes, we're going to give you a um, moneyoscopy. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, Very clever, doctor. We, we want to probe deeply and figure out what you have for finances. <laughs> Peter just banged his head on the microphone, by the way. Bill Cosby has his honorary doctorate, doesn't he? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, we won't Dr. Go there. Lance and Dr. Lance. No, we won't go there. Um, well, there's <laughs> lots of good quotations. Peter, can I give you a quotation since you are a fan of the literary giant Stephen King, you might want to use that quotation. Oh,
2: this is from, uh, uh, what was the name of the book? I forgot the name of the book, but the name of the movie Peter from the, the book books. is uh, The Shawshank Redemption, which oh, everyone yeah. has seen, and if you haven't, you have to see it. Yeah. It is number one most rated movie of all time on mm-hmm. IMDb. Shawshank Redemption, if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure everyone has.
1: Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying. I like that. Isn't that appropriate Mm -hmm. for today's show? Yes. Do something. Do something different in your life. Give us a call at USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858. There are so many wonderful things that we can do. And I like to tell folks that there's always something that we can do to show you how to improve your financial position. Usually, it's more than just one thing, but always, always, we can do something to help you financially, make more money, leave more money for family members. Whatever happens, even if it happens you don't do anything
2: with us, we've always been able to assist and give you an advice or a step in the right direction.
1: For those of you listening today who have just been celebrating Passover this past week, um, for those of you who will be celebrating Easter today. We want to wish you all a wonderful holiday season and a happy Passover and a blessed Easter. Thank you for listening.